0: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Shalom, this is Shuvah Zupoizkim, a special uh, Parsha Shuvah Zupoizkim. And, um, and I, I'm not exactly sure if we're going to be getting Psa Kalocha, but we definitely will be going into the areas that generate Psa Kalocha, Hazal, and the Gemara, um, once again, i'm to to Raabbahua Minsky, who took a cold call from me uh, in the wee hours of if i wouldn 't say in the morning, but it was late enough last night and um, uh, you know it 's wonderful to have someone that you can rely on, someone that you know has a, a, a love of giving over Tara, a love of, uh, of of really learning it in order to give it over and i know that uh, uh he's chosen i think an area which is as i said uh a- an important one but i think sometimes overlooked as we were talking about before when people think about what is significant in this parish and sisa, and they might miss uh this uh section which is in the very beginning and the the mitzvah uh, and the loisa say that is contained here so rabba, rabba Vram, uh, if you would please. With a. Today, she is going to be based on a Rashi Parshaki
1: Sisa, discussing a topic which is very much overlooked. You know, even you know, I could talk for, on behalf of myself. Um, something which generally in this Parsha doesn't. We don't. Um, there's not such a big focus about it, and that's because there's a lot going on in this parasha. Um There's a kind of a Machta Shekel, there's the Chayta Egel a lot of talking about Shabbos and there's a little detail in the Parsha which discusses about the Shemen HaMishcha, the anointing oil the oil which was used to anoint the mishkan, the Kedem of the mishkan, to anoint Aaron the and Banav and it was a specific process of how how it was done, it was made up of different spices you know, it was like a a specific type of perfume, there's specific halachas about it but today, let's deep dive in how this Shem Hamishra was made. So, in the Torah, it says, you know, the Lishik parsha. it says that you should take a different psalmim, and uh, you should take a, the cinnamon spice, also was part of it. And once you have those spices, and it was nice, uh, a big amount of spices, so then the Torah tells you, you should go and you should pour a hint of Shem Rashi a 12 logan on these spices. You should, on these spices. And that was the type of mixture, and you made this type of mixture between the oil and spices, which basically made it the spice that should smell well, smell good. And that was used to anoint the kayanim and the kalim. Now, how was this process done? So the Lashon and Tera is Reikach Merkachas meiser kech that was a meiser kech which means in, in English the way I saw a translation it was a mixture by a professional performer right that means a mixture it's a specific mixture of that you had to mix the spices with the oil and with this mixture that's what was used to anoint the kainim and the all the kailim how is this mixture done how is the process done so here we we'll look in Rashi, and Rashi brings an argument of two Tanoim, which argued how is this process done. So Rashi on the word hin in the Pasuk, and it's interesting. Rashi says, lugin. As you see, it's quoted, a hin is a amount of 12 lugin. Then he goes on, The chachamim had a which it's a, very, it's a pretty unique lashon You don't find this lashon typical. That's you know, you have to say it says the lashon abisenu We'll get to that in a second why Rashi uses that term. So first he quotes Rabbi Meir. says Meir says that with the oil shoku they cooked the spices. Meaning, how was the mixture done? They took the oil. And they cooked it with spices. Amr rabbi Yehuda, disagrees. Just to, uh, there was a, it was, if you look in the Torah, it was a very big amount of spices. And therefore, if you're going to be anoint, if you're going to be pouring that oil into the spices and cooking it, you know, you might have not even get to the cooking process. The spices are all going to be... The oil is going to be absorbed in the spices. And it won't be oil anymore. It's going to be some type of... Uh, like a oatmeal or something. You know, some some very thick mixture. It's not going to be oil anymore. So, what are you supposed to do? How do you mix the spices with the oil? David gives a different version of what was done. al First thing, they took the spices... And they soaked it in water Allowing the spices To absor- to absorb the water And once the spices Are already full with water Meaning that they already have liquid in them The reason why they did that Is that it should be full And the spices should not absorb any oil Afterwards They didn't even cook the oil together It says After once The spices were absorbed with water you pour the oil on top of it, until you basically had to pour the oil on top of the spices, which are already wet and damp and absorbed with water, and let it sit there, soak, to the point that the oil would absorb some of the smell of the spices, and then you would sift it, and that's the mixture which was done. Meaning which, through doing that, Rabbi Yudha, what did Rabbi Yudah accomplish through that? He accomplished that. Now you actually have oil. You have a liquid which looks like oil. You don't have something which became into like a sauce mixture, which would be the case if you do it a uh, contrame's process. Fine. This is the the machlekas, the two opinions. So two things. It was the how was it done? What was the process? And also what was the outcome? According to the mayor, the process was it was cooked, which created that the outcome would be like a, some type of sauce. You know, it didn't really look like, it, it wasn't like oil. On the other hand, Davyona says that the you specifically had to make sure that it's the oil remained looking like oil, like it was literally it was oil, not something else. And therefore, how do you prevent them from being, you know, from turning into some sauce, obviously, so... If, Number one, he says, you didn't cook it; rather, you soaked the spices first with water in order to absorb water. Once you did that, you pour the oil on top, let it sit there until it absorbed some of the smell, and then you had oil with spices with a smell. All right. Now, if we look into, there's a few questions we have to understand Rashi, and we'll see. And through understanding, we'll take a little deep dive in Rashi, and then we'll see a very interesting Lashitasi, a place that in a few places in Shas, that Meir and Abiyuda, they disagree, and their disagreements are similar in each way, meaning each one always goes according to his opinion. Now, for starters, there's a question which Mavar Shem Rashi, and that is, in the... One of the places of this mechlek is is actually brought down in the Bavli and the Yerushalmi. But in the Bavli and the Yerushalmi, interesting, there's two different nuschois. So we're going to start with the Talmud Bavli. The Bavli is in Kisus. Kisus is Seif Amad Aleph. Over here, as you see on the bottom, Tanur Rabana, it says, Shem and ha-mishcha shoros ha-meshe it was cooked, the spices were cooked with the with the oil. argues, So Rabbi disagrees, no. so we're gonna to go to the next no. And that is that in Rashi. We said that, according to the opinion that it wasn't cooked, rather it was just um, it was first it was soaked in water, and then they, they basically let the oil sit on top of it. The reason for that was because he said, you know if you're, you're going to cook it, you're not going to have oil rather it's just going to come into this thick mixture. What's the response to that? You know If you look at the Taita tells you it has to be oil. That's what it seems like. It says, if you should pour it, et cetera. So he enters back very simple. He says, I don't understand your shilah. You're telling me it's not gonna be oil, it's gonna be a mixture. He said, it's not a shila because it was a miracle. What is this the only miracle that happened? Even according to you, how much oil did you pour? Twelve lug? What? From 12, look, he had enough to anoint Aaron, all his children, all the entire Mishkan, all the Kaelin, all the Shiva Simeon, meaning, he's answering back, listen, there was a bunch of miracles which happened with the Shemesh Mishkan. Add it to the list. One of the things was that although you cooked it and the spices were a lot more of the oil and naturally it should have just turned into this thick mixture, nevertheless, a miracle
0: happened. It stayed liquid. It stayed like an oil. All right. So, again, if you go with the shear, just uh, just for everybody's edification, according to Rav Avram Chaim Noah, a lug is three hundred and forty-five point six milliliters. Right. So, twelve times that. Um I'm not sure how much a milliliter is exactly, <laughs> but. uh <laughs> Twelve times three four point six milliliters uh probably does not equal too much I don't know if there anybody here is more of a mathematical or understanding measurements, but it's just to understand about how much how much that would be um, so that's quite a quite a small amount for uh every single Kaylee in the base in the Mishkan and uh Aaron and his sons for seven days and every single kayyan godol and here it says melach, but there's a Shiva whether you use the uh, whether you use the Shemana mishra for the Mallohim, the Gemara says actually the Gemara has a different opinion about whether they use it for the Mallohim, but still yes so yeah, three hundred and forty six uh, milliliters would be about a little less than twelve ounces, so if you had twelve times twelve you 'd only have one hundred and forty four ounces <laughs> one hundred forty four <laughs> ounces is is what is it, it, a, a little bit it 's less than a gallon right yeah yeah yeah, so exactly we 're talking better. about a gallon yeah. of oil less than a gallon of oil was able to be uh was was right, right, that, that is quite a, thank you for for that for the number mark yeah <laughs> right. It definitely uh makes the the miracle seem graphic to the to the extreme that right it's it's the Neis Hanukkah, you know many many times over <laughs> right right so this is the response
1: of the other opinion saying, listen, you know, this, this is just one of the miracles. You know, the whole thing, you know, the amount didn't really make sense. So don't question me about the amount and the process that was done.
0: What about this the fact, is, though, that, what about the fact that, that, you know, obviously Rashi has different mccarras sometimes than, than the Gomorrahs. Sometimes, like you said, you're and Bavli, But it's, it's Rav re- Yehuda seems to be reversed from Rashi, right? Rav Yehuda is Rabbi and yes. and and Rav Mayer is Rav Yehuda, the Rav Mayer that Rashi quotes seems to be the Rav Yehuda, and there's also another difference which I'm sure you're going to get to, which is there's nothing about they both seem to be talking about Bishel, right? In the in in the, the way Rashi quotes it, it's just soaking it, right? I'm sure we're you going to get to that too, Rabbi from Yeah, right. So just to point out the differences. Right. Because just going back here, just to show everybody again, um, it seems both opinions say there was there was boiling that was done deep boiling, which is what to be sure like is actually it's more than just cooking it. It's cooking it in the extreme. Everyone seems to say there was some sort of cooking. Um, right. It was with water or oil. Though? Water or oil. Whereas the Rav Yehuda in Rashi, it's it's just soaking. There's no cooking at all. Anyway, uh, I'm. I don't know. Was that going to be part of what you're going to uh, uh, no, develop?
1: Not, not specifically. Not the the cook the cooking kind of but right. I think you were pointing it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm saying because if it's soaking in water, you can see how it would not. Uh, it would not. That sort of makes sense, I guess, from a scientific perspective. That the boiling once you start cooking the water, right? Maybe that that changes things than just soaking it. I don't know. Anyway, OK, sorry for interrupting there on that, but OK, just to point that out.
1: All right. So there's two things uh, different that we find in the Bavli versus Rashi. Uh, a few, as Rabbi Kavalevich mentioned, but two I want to focus on. Um, number one, the opinions are reversed. Rabbi mean, heard is the one in, in the Gemara says they boiled it versus Rashi, he said that that was a uh, mayor. And the Baal also brings the VAC, which was Rabbi Yehuda's opinion over here. Number two, another thing which is interesting that, you know, Rashi says that Chacham had an argument, and Rashi says what Amir said that they were cooked. They they cooked the spice with the oil. Rabbi Yehuda argues with him and questions his opinion, saying that well, according to you, what well, what was left? There's no oil left. It's just some type of thick mix, you know, thick liquid, or sauce. But Rashi doesn't give the answer that the Mayor potentially could have answered back to Ravyoda, which the Gemara gives. Which is you're asking me a question the, the thickness of the of the oil. It wasn't the only miracle with the oil. There's plenty of miracles. Look at the amount. You know but Rashi didn't <laughs> didn't let why don't you let him defend himself? Like it's and and nevertheless it's interesting, you know, if Rashi accepts what Rabbi Huddha refuted a mayor, so why did you bring it a mayor in the first place? But if you do take the mayor, so what is he supposed to answer back? So what Shivarandashi is like there's an answer that the Gemara quotes, the Gemara says, and why don't you mention it? You say as if, you know, it's not a problem, he just ignores the question. Um now regarding Rashi reversing the Shittis, so that Rashi can, goes based on the gears of the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi, it's, it's actually in Shkalev. The Yerushalmi actually said that Amir is the one who says that they cooked it, and Abudah says that they soaked it in water. Fine, that's regarding the Yerushalmi. Sorry, so that's regarding the opinions. Which is also we have to understand, why specifically did Rashi decide to take the Yerushalmi versus the Baveli? You know, there gotta be uh, some reason behind it. And, okay, that we'll move on. Now another another just interesting point I wanna point out in in Rashi, and that is that why does he lose, use the term Chachmeisul? What are you trying to focus that? It was soul, not Chahmiumis. Um then the other the thing we have to understand is that generally it actually doesn't always bring down the names of the Tanoim when he brings down two opinions. Here he brings down the names of Mary and generally, when he brings down the names, there is some significance. All right, so let's start with the Pashta Pshat. The Pshat is as and that is, I we could say as follows. Asks the Byuda Asana Mayor, you're going to, if you're gonna be boiling the oil with the spices, what's gonna turn out to happen is you're basically you won't have regular oil left, rather it's gonna turn into a mixture. So the reason why you could say that Rashi doesn't uh, bring the, the mayor and to back is because according to the mayor, Rashi holds it. it's not a shikashila. Okay, so what's the problem? So, the Tana tells you, you have to make a mixture, a proper mixture. Whatever that mixture is, that's who you have to pour. Meaning, and this that it says, you know, meaning it doesn't have to be a pure, you know, regular liquid, as long as it's, like Rashi said, it's, it's soft, meaning that it's like a, like a sauce, that's also fine. But Mela, don't ask me a shy I. It's not like oil. So what? The tailor tells you to cook it and whatever is the outcome of you cooking it, that's what you use.
0: Um, Ram, uh, Ram will just do.
1: <laughs> Ram it's not. It's not. It doesn't look like oil. Who said it has to be look like oil? It's okay. The tailor tells you to cook it. You cook it. and whatever is the outcome, that's what you use. Abuna doesn't want to learn that way because Abda says it hamish it, it's a special oil oil not um you know not a not like soft spices, not like a sauce, not like a mixture of like an oatmeal you know not like a thick liquid why had to be oil, and therefore he learns that's so how how do you make him this that the Torah tells you, has to be Mekachas. has to be a, a mixture. You have to soak it in water, and then you put the oil on top. And this is the reason why that uh, Rashi only
0: brings the reason that Abiyot disagrees with that mayor. So why doesn't he bring the chuva back? Because he feels he's explained it well enough? Al-Pip Yeah,
1: because he says that... Uh, it's enough, it's still considered
0: a liquid. Who
1: said that specifically, where, where do you take specifically that it has to be a, you know, looking like oil? It's okay, Torah tells you to cook it, and whatever the outcome of that mixture is.
0: In other words, the Torah says, so Correct. So, cooking uh, maybe I missed it because I was checking out the other Rashi, but I guess yeah. the point you're trying to make is, yeah, is that, I'll, I'll get a little. This, this is in other words, the way the oh. way things mix better is by cooking. Cooking is a is a way that that is uh, chemically mixes two different items. So in that way, Rav Mayer and, and Rashi's version of Rav Mayer has the upper hand because it's more kium in in seroika. Yeah. So basically, if what it what it plays out is as follows, the Tanah tells
1: you two details. The Torah tells you, meaning number one, you have to make it a mixture, a Merkachas. Meaning, and the way Rashi learns that you have to really mix it, that it has to absorb the taste, it has to absorb the taste, the smell, or, you know, turn really into one thing. Afterwards, you have some. The outcome is you have shemimiskhas You have a special anointing oil, and this is the difference of Rambamir and According to mayor, the what was most important, according to the mayor, the main thing over here, what you did was what you did with the oil. According to the mayor is what you did with the oil, and that is you had to pr- properly mix the oil with the spices. How was that done? By cooking it. That's the best way you can mix it. You cooked it up together. Till it became one thick mixture. Although the outcome from that is now you don't have the shlames of shaman. It's not like a, it's not like oil, pure oil like it was before, but as long as... why because now it's like a thick um you know it's like a thick liquid, nevertheless, you're making rekash Rabbi Yehuda says, No. Rabbi says, although when you are only going to be soak, when you're first going to be soaking the spices in water and only placing the oil on top of it, so the outcome is that you know, you're know you not going to have the best mir kajas. It's not the best mixture. The best mixture is actually cooking with it over here. It wasn't even cooked, and it wasn't the first thing to be absorbed by the spice. The oil wasn't absorbed by the spices. Rather, it was just placed on top of them. Nevertheless, he says, because in the Psukim, it doesn't specifically say what merkachas means, I meaning you can learn either one way or the next, but the Pasuk says Shedman. Therefore, he learns that the most important is the result that we want to have at least, um, that it should be looking like oil. That's Abiudah's way of learning. And now we can understand why... Rashi uses the term chach chach to show you that the two opinions of Ramayran and Yehuda in making the oil are basically two outlooks, two ways in general in Kima Mitzvah. what Over here, there's, there's, a, there's a commandment to make this oil. And that is, as far, you can learn two ways. One time tells you to do something. How do you look at it? Do you have to look at the main thing is completing to the fullest what Tata tells you now? Although the outcome might not be exactly precise of the way Tata describes it. Or don't do, the main thing is that the outcome should be more precise, more meduyic. Although that the action you're taking now isn't as precise. What's machriya? Is the hayveh machriya the asid or the osid machriya the hayveh? What's more, is more important the present or the future? What's the present, and the future in this case? Is the present the commandment to make the mixture? Is that the most important? And therefore, you have to make the mixture the fullest, the best possible way, which is by cooking, or the outcome, the end result, the outcome, the result in the future, which is that you should have shemen hamishcha that's the most important that should be which is more when you don't mix it fully you don't properly cook it rather you only soak it so the mayor is the one who says that the main thing is the hoiva Taylor tells you to tell you, you do something you have to do it the way it is now to the fullest which is you got to make a mixture do the best mixture possible which is cooking Torah says no you have to look at the Tetzor look at the end product the outcome. What do I need? I need shemen. If I'm going to be cooking, I'm not going to. It's not going to be like like oil. It's going to be some type of mixture. It's going to be some type of you know thick liquid, and therefore I won't be mekayim the hoveh fully. Rather, I'll do you know I'll I'll absorb it a stickle, but not fully. But like this, at least the teitzoe is going to be full. Now, once we have this this concept, my colleague's between. Rabbeir Rabi now I want to take this Machlikis and sh- sh- and see why in a different place in Shas which we find the Machlikis of Rabbeir and Rabi totally different idea but also related to this idea do you look at the Huyve what's more important is the Huyve Machlida the, the present is the present more important than the future or the future more than the present and that is as Rabbi Kulevich actually brought down earlier and that Rashi actually brings us down. It's a Rashi in Mishpatim. Or we could look at it in a Gemara. The Gemara is in Gemara Bavli regarding Shermichinim Shermisacher. Sorry, regarding a Seicher This is a Babamatiya Peyaman Daf Pei Amadalaf. Uh, Alright, so we have it open over here. Seicher Ketan Mashalim. The, the the title tells us the dinim of a shemerhinam, shamer sachar, and a shayel. right? So I'll say someone who someone you ask asked someone to watch something for him. So he's only he's only Chayev if he did a pshia, if he purposely not a purpose if he didn't um watch it properly. I think you want to go into definition, what it, what does that mean? Yeah, gr- gross negligence, it's called.
0: Yeah. Gross negligence.
1: But if it was stolen, or it was lost, and for sure if there was an unis, something which was totally not in his control, he is potter. Shremer Sachar means that someone you... If the owner paid someone, I paid you to watch something, so we put on him more responsibility, and now he is responsible. Also, that make sure not it shouldn't get lost, and it shouldn't get stolen. However, if it was an unis, meaning if it was an armed robbery, he will be potter. And a shayel... A seycher is someone who borrows something from someone else. Because of it here, you are totally in the benefit. You know, the you are borrowing something and you have the you're allowed to use it. So therefore, Torah throws on you the entire responsibility. The one scenario that the Torah does not discuss is what the about a seycher, someone who rents something from someone else. So on one hand, he he, he borrowed, but he's paying for it. So you can't throw him in the entire responsibility because he's not getting the entire benefit over here. The one giving it to him also has a benefit. So regarding the halacha of a seicher, there's a machlekas. Now let's go back inside. So it's a b'raise. It says, Tanya seicher keitsin Mashadim. Rabmeyer eimer. Keshemer chinam. A seicher responsibility is like a keshemer chinam. Meaning, he's only responsible for negligence, but if it was stolen or lost. He's not responsible. The disagrees. The eimer. Abed says, no, his responsibility is like a Shem Socher, like someone who is paid to watch, and therefore, even if it was stolen or lost, he is also responsible. So, now let's try to tie in the. And it's interesting, Abed Kivelevich mentioned, brought up earlier, that in Rashi, in Chumash, also brings down these two machlaikas regarding his secher, and Rashi also uses the Lashon venachleku bay, chachme yisrael. That same unique roshan that Dashi um, uses over here. And it's the same Tanoim, Ram Meir, and Ram Yehuda. So how does this tie into the Machlechus? To this general Machlechus of present versus future? It's as follows. Of uh, someone um, renting to somebody else. The person who is renting to the other person... Why is he renting it to him? Currently, now. He's renting it to him because he wants to make money. And, while he's making money, his object is also being protected. So, because you want to do it, you want to make money, you're doing well now, you're happy to give it to him, you're happy that your object is being protected. So... Therefore, it seems to say that the Shemitah, the regular Shemitah of a Shemikinam, should be sufficient. Why? Because normally there shouldn't be an issue. Why should you assume that it's going to get stolen or lost? The way it's standing now, I'm happy to give it to this person. He's going to take care of it, and he'll give it back to me. So I'm happy. The chashash, to think now that possibly in the future something will go wrong... You know, that's that's not gonna hold me back from giving my from putting my object to for giving my object to somebody to poss- to make money currently now. So let's apply the mayor of over here. The mayor, which we said earlier, looks at the at the main thing is the present. The present, the someone who's renting something an object to somebody else, he's happy. Now I'm making money. Maybe later there's gonna be an issue. Why should I think about later? It's it's you know, it's not necessarily going to happen. You know, normally, everything's fine. So, I'm sufficient with me. Shemichinim is fine. If, you give him the, if he's like a Shemichinim, it's okay. Because normally, everything should be good. And now, currently, I'm happy. Rabbi Huda says, no, you can't just look at the present. Every per- in Torah, you have to look at the future. I want to make sure that I'm going to get my object back. Don't blind me by saying, ah, oh, you're making money now. And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda throws the responsibility of a seicher like a shemichinam, throwing on him extra responsibility. Meaning that because I'm not going to give up on my object in the future for the money that I'm having now in the present. Mm-hmm. So we see again, very interesting that the machlekas of a seicher of the is of a seicher like a, is like is he like a shemichinam a sakhar, is also dependent on how do you learn what's more important? Do you look at the present? Or do you look at the future? Ramayah that the ik is the present says, now I'm making money, I'm renting into the object, I'm renting out my object. To think maybe something's gonna happen in the future, why should I think of it? I'm happy. As long as my object is, is normally okay, I'm happy. The other thing is that according, but according to Rabbiuda says, no, you have to we have to we have to think about the future, and I want to make sure that I'm gonna get back my object in the future. And, don't, and I'm not blinded by the fact that I'm making money in
0: the present. You could say, you could say that, uh, you look in the POSIK that I've highlighted here, that it's boy b'schoroi. In other words, im socherhu, the way Chazal, the way Rashi quotes Chazal, that this is the case of the sayichel. <laughs> so boy b'schoroi, meaning the object comes to the renter's reshus because of the schar. That's the central... Feature, which is a, which is a, again, which Rav Mayer could say, if we're talking about a socher who now is in control of an object that he doesn't really own, but he's paid for, but boy, it came to him through the schar, which is the main thing we look here is the fact that Yener got money, that the renter received money which is what you're trying to be madgish. What my, uh, my connection, if I'm renting it to you, is that I have an object which I don't need enough. Of course, I don't want to give it to you. I, 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 and I realize that there's a risk of me giving it to you. But as you say, the, the rental price is never the price of the complete object. Right? When you rent a car, it's $49 a day for a $40,000 car. The point is is that I don't expect it to be, as you say, to be smashed up. However, I did buy it, and, and I, I don't need it today, so this is, is, is money that comes to me. It's boy b'shoroy. The reason why that has it is the essential factor is the money that you, the other guy paid for it which therefore as you say lends to the uh, the sense that the that everything else is beginam in terms of what i expect because i'm happy with the with the whatever 49 dollars a day that i got because it was anyway sitting here and i i can i wasn't going to drive 20 cars so i think that's there's the a from the Pusik, I say. you hear what i'm saying yeah yeah it could be reviewed who learns the pusic andish Right, right, it could be, you know, you know. In other words, you know, like, like, and it might be, you know, just the fact that, uh, you know, it's sort of like you're. In other words, it's based on the hem, the connection to shoyel. In other words, this was the first part of the pasuk is talking about the Bailavi, is a shoyel. And However, basically, says a socher, a socher is basically a shoyel, but we're from the madrega of. Being for ainsin, so the scar. The fact is that I paid for it. That should knock it down, right? In other words, Rav Yehuda looks at the fact that this was a, a, a nisbach to Hilchas she'ela. By Sheela, the show is chayy for everything. Ah, uh, so now that he's paying, imsocheru. But he's not just getting it bechinim. He's he's giving some money for it. So therefore, boy, meaning it comes to me. But the scar that I paid is it from the Achrayas totally of a Shoel, so it goes down only one Madrega, which would be to uh, the Madrega of a Shem Ressochar, because ultimately, as you say, <laughs> I want this thing back. <laughs> and and right? here I'm saying how each one can touch the Pusik for his sheath. Right. But now I want to move on to a it happens to be Gishmak. It's not just right. It's actually a very Gishmak in the, I, I, I understand it's not what, where you're going, but I think this way at least, you know, like you, you touched up very well the Psukim by the Shem and ha-mishcha. I think you know, to be Mazber how Meir and Rav Yehuda with this as well these Chachme Yisrael. So I know it's philosophy, but it's also the Oymek Pshuto Shal Mikra. But okay. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Now I want to go to another Gemara. It's in Brokhasma and Aleph, actually in the Mishnah, where we see a third machlik is of Rameir Nabyodan, which again we'll see the same uh Nakuda, the same point of is the focus on the present or is the focus on the future. So the machlik is as follows it's regarding the halachas of Zimun. at Kama Mazamnim. How much does a person have to eat that he should be that they meaning what's the shear that you're if you ate a certain shear, now you're obligated to have zimun. So the first opinion is, ad kezayis.
0: His opinion is is Why well, I assume because And also because you, guys, because you also have the brisa when it talks about vatronis right I, the the gemara earlier in brochus Now the
1: gemara. Afterwards, it's, it's, uh, the Gemara is a few pages later the base. The Gemara says, the reason, the Machleika says, they, they're arguing on the Pshat in the Pesach, Vachalta Vesavata. Rameir says, Vachalta Zohachilo Vesavata Zostia. That Achalta is referring to eating. Vesavata, that's referring to drinking. So eating is kazais. Ramiyuda disagrees, Ramiyuda hold that Vokalta, the words Vokhalta and the words of are both referring to eating. Vakhta is eating a savata means has to be Vakhata Savata has to be a chilasheshba svia. Has to be a sheer of eating that makes a person full satisfied. So this is in, in Mamtasamad base. Now I want to bring a taste from there. But he said that the he was quoted Akhta Savata, Khirishba Khesvia now the Teshuvahs over there. Teshuvahs is in David Mascha Rabbi Meir Savar. That's all I want to bring. Yeah. Teshuvah says why? Because yeah. the minhag is a in sviyah gemurah. says that these psukim are just in a smachta. It's a smach mina mikra, but it's not the makar of the machlekas. Meaning that they argue with the Savodah, meaning each one has their own reason. And then they, for a smach, for their reason, they're a same like on the pasik. Sorry, yeah. What's the machlaikas? So, what's the Savodah samachlaikas? So, based on what we learned, the mayor's misyaches to the Matz of Behive, he looks at his current situation. And I believe the more on the, on the future, comes of our if you look at the current situation currently now if you eat a kazayas that's considered eating now you ate that's that's considered eating you have to make a broch on it Rabbi Yudah says you also have to think about the future eating now is not what's machriya. it's the outcome, the teitzah of the akhila. What's the outcome of the akhila? What's the outcome of eating? Sviya that you should be full. And therefore he learns, that what's v'achalta, v'achalta v'savata, you have to be full. And therefore it's very gishmak. Then mayor says, you have to look at currently, what's considered an akhila? Currently? because The Buddha says, no, it's, you don't have to look at situation currently, you have to look at, the teitzah, the outcome, the outcome is a person should be full, With the is a person not full.
0: Therefore, it has to be a kebeitzah. Even though that's only the Rabbanon, but still, even the way the Rabbanon it, it's more carved to the da'aizah. In other words, yeah. right? Yeah, Because so... I mean, you quoted places. We had
1: three places, different gematis, three places in tezah, machliks in between and we saw that each one it's a Lashita say they're all arguing on the same niquda, the same point. What's machriya what? Is more is the eiver? is the hiva. the da asir the heva. Now the labav Jadevah brings something very Gishma. He says that when we know when when Tanoim have the same machlikus a few times, you can ask, what's the point of them arguing each time? We already know your opinion. Meaning we already know that you care more about the present and you care more about the future. So why do you have to? Say it clearly, we should know. So, obviously, there has to be a tzvikhusah, meaning in each one of them, although this Svarasamachalik is the same, but there is something unique and different in that specific scenario that I would think that this might be a club. that this might be different. And he goes through it. So, he says, regarding Shemana Mishcha, he says, Shemana Mishcha is different than Soichir and Zimun. And you might think it's different. Why? Because Shaman mishcha was a commandment from Hashem. Hashem commanded us to make the Shaman HaMishchah. Hashem commanded us to cook it to anishar oil. And by the English, we know that by Hashem it's yeah. The past, present, and future by Hashem is all one. So... By ha- so when you're talking about something which is related when Hashem tells you to do something you could think that even according to the meyer, you should take into account the future because the future is technically the presence <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so therefore we need to know that the argument is here too um, the because by a seicher a seicher is also it's different than the Shem and and the Zim. why? because by Shem and when you cook it, the direct outcome of cooking it is that it's not going to be regular oil. Rather, it's going to be a thick liquid. By eating. By eating a small amount, there's not going to be severe. By eating a large amount, automatically going to be, there is going to be severe By shemir chimim shemer Sorry, by a seicher, you run into the guy, <laughs> chances are it's not going to get stolen or lost. Probably not. Meaning the, the, the present... Doesn't what you're doing now, giving him, you know, you're giving him the terms of the lease, the terms of, of the of the rental, not necessarily are actually going to change the future. It's only in a small scenario if it gets lost or stolen, right? by Shem and Hamishcha, if you're going to be co- the the way you're going to be creating, if you're going to be cooking it versus um, just soaking it, has a direct outcome on the future. By, by eating a rakabit has a direct outcome whether it's going to be full or not but by terms of a lease chances are probably it won't get stolen or lost and therefore you could think that maybe Yehuda says that in such a scenario you don't have to look at a future so, something which might happen in the future because it only might, it's not for sure it could be his shit as Dafka in a, a scenario that Tehiva is for sure going to affect the future then you have to take the future into, in consideration. Regarding the third one, the third Machlech is a writing mezamnim. You could say that it could be that a shaila is not about whether the future gets affected by the present or not. Sorry, is the present affected by the future or not? Rather, it's a shayla in what's considered eating, what's the together of akhila And therefore, to, therefore, that to make clear the Machlech um, just to point out, I saw interesting. This is not something which the, I suppose, the brings clearly, but in the concept of whether the present affects the future, I saw that this Shaila is brought out, and uh, I don't know, we'll have a I'm sure you, you can be mighty on this Shaila, and that is uh, a common Shaila is, let's say someone is weak, is not so, sh- is a shtick and as a Shaila, should he fast same G'dalio? If he fasts same he won't so be able to fast him Kippur, he won't be able to fast him Kippur. So do you say, look at the present. The present now, today is Yom You have to fast. Fast Sim Kippur. Aye, what's going to be in the future? No. Or you say, no, look at the future. The main thing is Yom Kippur. Right, you you, no, you, no, you no. have
0: the same Shiloh when it comes to Erev Yontif. In other words, when it's Erev Yontif and it's going to be Shabbos or Shabbos that's going into Yontif or Fakert versus if you have a if, if uh, uh, coming into a yantiv. So on one hand, you have a chiyav right now of right, which might be less than simchas Yantiv, right? Or the idea of let's say it's an Arab Shabbos as an Arab yontiv, where you have an inyan of 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 hachana for like you have to eat but the oven. On the other hand, here you have a suda, right, of a So you have the same shaila. How do you view what's going to come up later? might even be bigger but right now i'm in the present so right now it's shabbos so even though i realize that by doing this i'm not going to eat it with the but i have a now of suda, right so so it's really a, a sort of a similar question you're talking about bishulis in terms of fasting what it could lead to but yet you have this question often i believe where um, the of that's happening now, or Oisek be mitzvah Poter Menah Mitzvah, sometimes you know that if you're going to start a certain mitzvah, you realize you're going to be, it's going to lead to, I'm going to be Tomei for the Korban Pesach or something else, right? So you, 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 you clearly have that, uh, this happening in, in many places, right? I think so. Um, whether this will be totally in the Machleikas or May and Revy where we paskin like Revy that would be fair to say, right? Because I think, right? <laughs> you, you could, right. Because I, the danger of going this way is that we know when we have a Machleikas or Meir Rabbi Yehuda, we always machria like Revy the box of uh, uh, Rabbi Avram, right? <laughs> Once you want to say that these other Shaiwas are the same principle, then you might have to be machria that way. I mean, uh, I, I
1: just maybe, I just you know just wanted to make it a little more flavor No, no,
0: no. The flavor is good, but I'm saying, remember, once you put the flavor in, you got to take responsibility for what you're cooking. <laughs> but but I, I would say just one I, again. Once you're going with tzriches that the Reb is creating, you know, because you know the his that it's the same idea. So now you have the the, the responsibility of making a tzricha, So why we need it in three places? Achari, well, you could say simple. That the the if Pirchas is the right? In other words, the first one is a tzibba from the Rabbanu So the tzibba of their Rabbanu how am I making this posik? So it says it says Shem and What does it say? Shem and Kodesh Yia, right? Shem mishkas Mishchas Kodesh Yia. So Ashayva Yia as I was as Ein. So Rabbi Yehuda could say, of course, over there it's on a daraisa. Look at the tzibba. The tzibba has got to be Shem at the end yeah, What is it at the end? Right, the Yiyeh is madkish. The Rebbeinu Shmuel says va'asu, but if it says Yiyeh. so that that tells you that Rav Meir's emphasis on the va'asu mishkas of reik meisar reikach uh, is uh, is is blunted by uh, kodesh Yiyeh. Yiyeh means it has to be that, right? Right. So so Enkein, by yeshayimber we're talking about what's the das of benayodah. What's that? That's the shaywas how the how the Torah is Yorid to the das of what a, a renter is thinking. And what is understood without being mafarish the protim? What is the, the deal here, right? Which is different than a tzivli from the rabbi show. We're talking about the das of B'nai Adam. That's the simple tzrichaso. And then you go to the third tzrichaso, which is all of that is totally in, in real mitziusin. What is God's mitzvah? What do people really think? And the third thing is how the rabban shtelavek, right? You could say how do the especially you know, especially as there's this act extra uh, inion that you that places quotes from the Gemara and Misha Mesa that I didn't remember the daf that there's a, a Mila of Rav Meir in a way because look we're being mocked but even on a Kezaias right there's the there's there you might have thought Rav Yehuda would be Meida when it comes to the Rabanan where we're trying to be Machmir you know it can sign there even that's the way I would do the Tzrichose if, if I would think you need a Tzrichose I think that's like like, that, like that's like what you're saying is very good too, and it's the Rebbe, not you. But it's, that's what I would say. <laughs> um, so tell everybody um, where they can find, besides your beautiful explication of I mean, where can they find this? Is it in the Where can they find the lecture yeah, so, for this? Second so from a from the,
1: zichas, the second of uh-huh. okay. No, I think it was. Um, let me see the year was said.
0: very was the Tavshin That's the year was said. Wow. Very very gishmak. Very gishmak. I uh, yeah, very gishmak. I'm going to stop recording. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.